This is How Curious from KGOU, exploring your questions about Oklahoma. I'm Claire Donnelly. The year is 1933, and aviator Wiley Post has just set a new world record. I hope to be able to fly around the world in about six days with it. There he goes in his globe-circling flight from Floyd Bennett Field, New York, setting a non-stop record to Berlin and on across Russia and Siberia. Post flew his small plane, named the Winnie Mae, around the globe in seven days, 18 hours, and 49 minutes, smashing previous records. That flight was one of Post's many accomplishments. When we think about kind of notable figures of the time, of course, we think about maybe Charles Lindbergh and Amelia Earhart. Roger Connor is a curator at the National Air and Space Museum. If you were a young person in the early 1930s, you might know Wiley Post uh, as just about as well as, as any of those others. Two years before his record solo flight, Post and navigator Harold Gaddy flew around the world in just eight days. When they landed, a reporter asked them some questions. First of all, I'd like to get your opinion. I know you're a little bit dizzy from flying around so fast, and maybe the world looks round to you from the extreme speed you acquired. But uh, what do you think of that story of Jules Burns around the world in 80 days? I'd rather make it that way. A little too fast. <laughs> what do you think, Harold? Well, I don't think he was so good. <laughs> <laughs> well, after seeing your navigation, I don't guess he was. <laughs> the tape's kind of difficult to hear, but the reporter asks Post and Gaddy what they think of novelist Jules Verne's book, Around the World in 80 Days. And Gaddy jokingly says, I don't think he was so good. After the eight-day flight, the two aviators were given a parade in New York City. KGOU listener Colin McEwen knew about Post's contributions to aviation. But in 2006, he came across a claim he'd never heard before, that Wiley Post was a convicted felon. McEwen says back then, the Oklahoma Judicial Center, the state Supreme Court headquarters, among other things, was getting ready to move into a downtown building named after Post. He sent How Curious this recording. And at the time, I thought, it's just a little too perfect, just a little too quintessentially Oklahoma for us to have our state judicial center named after a convicted felon. So I'm asking How Curious. Was Wiley Post truly a convicted felon? Wiley Hardiman Post was born in 1898 to a family of cotton farmers. The family spent time in several small towns in Texas and Oklahoma. By 1920, Post's parents settled on a farm near Maysville, about 45 miles south of Oklahoma City. Wiley Post went to school sporadically, and he didn't seem to like the classroom. But he was fascinated by machinery. According to Brian and Francis Sterling, who wrote a book about Wiley Post in 2001, he left home at 11 years old to work as a traveling repairman, fixing farming equipment and appliances. By the time he was 13, Post had supposedly saved up enough money to buy the first bicycle in the county. Here's Roger Connor from the Air and Space Museum again. I think his kind of rough upbringing and, and difficult um, existence uh, kind of made him, uh, contributed to a sense of uh, persistence, um, you know, that maybe other people didn't have. Wiley Post saw his first airplane in 1913 at the Oklahoma State Fair in Lawton. According to his ghost-written autobiography, it took his breath away. Post was inspired and spent seven months at an automobile and aviation school in Kansas City. After moving back to Oklahoma, Post worked at a construction company, joined an army training camp, and spent time in the oil fields. Apparently, he lost quite a bit of money exploring for oil. 
Then on April 2, 1921, the front page of the Chickasha Star published a story with this headline, Bandit Captured and Lodged in Jail. The bandit was Post, who reportedly placed an automobile casing in the middle of a road and hid nearby. Then when four men stopped their car to pick up what they thought was a lost object, Post rushed out and pointed a gun at them, ordering them to put their hands up. But one of the men grabbed Post's gun, forcing him to surrender. The men drove him to the Grady County Jail. Wiley Post pled guilty to armed robbery and was sentenced to 10 years in the state penitentiary in Granite, Oklahoma. He was prisoner number 3009. No one really knows why Wiley Post turned to robbery. In prison, Post became withdrawn and depressed. The Sterlings write he was, quote, racing toward a state of psychological failure. Two prison doctors recommended Post be paroled for his mental health. In 1922, about one year into Post's sentence, Oklahoma Governor J.B.A. Robertson granted his release. Post returned to the oil fields. Oklahoma History Center director Bob Blackburn says he supplemented his income by joining a flying circus. He would parachute from airplanes, willing to take that risk of, you know, being a crazy guy jumping out of an airplane in the days when parachutes were not a a scientific, uh, precise industry. You were just taking your chance that that parachute would open, that you would not plunge to your death. Post also eventually learned how to fly. In 1926, he lost his left eye in an oil field accident and used the injury settlement money to buy a plane. Then, oilman Francis Hall hired Post as a pilot and gave him the Winnie Mae, a plane named after Hall's daughter. Post started entering flying competitions. He won a race between Chicago and Los Angeles in 1930 and then completed two record-breaking around-the-world flights, the ones we heard about at the beginning of this story. Roger Connor from the National Air and Space Museum says Post was a media hero. A self-made man, uh, hard scrabble, persistent, uh, tough, you know, all those kind of qualities that kind of fed, you know, what an ideal hero at, at that kind of dark moment of the Depression was. Post's experimental flights proved the importance of the jet stream, a high-altitude wind that blows from west to east across the Atlantic Ocean and makes planes fly faster. Post also wore a pressure suit for high-altitude flights, which was a predecessor to those astronauts wore in the 1950s and 60s. So, to answer listener Colin McEwen's question, yes, Famous aviator Wiley Post was a convicted felon. He spent time in prison for attempted highway robbery. And yes, Oklahoma's Judicial Center is located in a building named after him. But Bob Blackburn at the History Center says that's very appropriate. It is about correcting behavior, not just punishing, not just saying you're a bad person so you will sit in jail and rot there for the rest of your life. It's that what can we do to get you back into mainstream so you're contributing taking risks, accomplishing. Well, Wiley Post is a great example of that. Gave him a second chance, got out early, paroled, and did great things with his life and changed history.
Thanks for listening to How Curious. The show is a production of KGOU Radio. It's produced by me, Claire Donnelly, and this episode was edited by Caroline Halter. David Gray composed our theme music. Email your Oklahoma questions to curious at kgou.org.